The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood is right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual harassment is so common that you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia nervosa, bulimia and or obesity, depending upon your role and or job, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, and excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have any of these side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, wow. host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Yeah, that doesn't that 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 opening doesn't get get any cheer, cheerier. Uh, it really doesn't. More that you do it. So yeah, okay. It really well. doesn't. It, it's kind of depressing. Accurate, but depressing. Yeah, but there's still people coming here every day that'll eventually wind up in porn. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm one of those people. So you know, it's like you know, it happens. So what are we talking? What are we talking about today, dear? <laughs> okay, so well, apparently millennials are mm-hmm. uh, not really into the whole paying a finance manager. That's kind of an old Hollywood thing. Millennials to financial managers just figure they can pay the bills themselves. Or there's an-, an app for that. That that's exactly why there's an app for that. They don't want the financial managers the way the old school uh, guys and gals needed. You don't need a financial manager. There's an app for that. You don't need to work on uh, buying uh, different health insurance. There's an app for that. There's something weird growing on your genitals. There's an app for that. You know, it's just this is all these things. (laughs) Things. I don't get it. I just got a smartphone not too long ago. So I'm just realizing how much there is an app for things. So. There is an app for everything now. Mm. Yeah, it's it's down to even polls. Though I did, there was an interesting poll that just came out. It was mm. the difference between uh, sexual fantasies between Republicans and Democrats. Oh God, yeah, we were talking about this during the break. This just we makes were. no sense whatsoever. Okay, so the most the most uh, common sexual well, not fantasy. Not the break, the intro before, <laughs> yeah, the before intro. we were going. Yes, okay. The most common sexual fantasy for Republicans is uh, uh, cheating on their wives, going to strip clubs, cuckolding, which I had to Google. Um, like, don't <laughs> Google that. Don't no. Google that, people. Don't. It was a mistake. No, I can't I already, it out of I my already, brain. I already know what it is. You'd, you'd figure their sexual fantasy would be like cheating on their taxes and then buying real estate. You know, I no, mean, that's, that's my sexual <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> that's, that's Most my of our sexual fantasy, fantasy. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but so that's Republicans are really into like cheating and infidelity, which kind of explains what happened with the whole Ashley Madison thing. When that kind of that got opened up, we found a bunch of uh, conservatives in there. And then uh, Democrats are really into like BDSM and S&M, which the way they keep getting spanked politically makes sense. Ah, man, why would you why would you want in your in your home life what happens in your daily life? I'm just saying. It's just like I just don't, 24 I don't hour smack. Now, again, we, as I said, the, the Democrats did pretty well in the midterms. Thank God so many Republican politicians retired. Mm. You know, I, I got to say, again, I'm, I'm like left of Lenin. So I find the yeah. uh, Democrats here too conservative for me. But, the, um, but you know, I, I, I got to say, but then Republicans are a foreign species to me. So I'm never going to understand that. There's um, a reason I can't fully sign on to that party. So, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Paul's like, fuck it. I hate both of you. I know. <laughs> I really do. I really, really do. I, I wonder, Even the I libertarians wonder, for putting up that moron <laughs> Gary Johnson. But that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I got to say, um, I want to remind everyone, every time we swear on this show, we give <laughs> money to <laughs> Boys and Girls Club of America. Oh, free MMAs. Seriously, it's free. You can go in and get free MMA classes. And the, uh, it was Boys and Girls Club of America, free MMA, and the Humane bullshit, Society. Bullshit, because if you don't like animals, bullshit, go to bullshit, hell. Bullshit. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's it. You're still never going to beat Sean Patrick Flannerty. I know. I'm not trying. Six times. I'm not trying. Six times. And he made it sound natural. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I don't think he was going for any sort of a record. It was just <laughs> him, and, him and normal, which is... Yeah. You know, which is a sight to behold, I'll tell you that. He's good. Wow, what energy. Okay. <laughs> He's a great guy. Um, and of, Oh, and Ariana Grande got a haircut, which was supposed to give a shit out be, about because reasons. And then uh, Mariah Carey has bipolar and was supposed to be surprised about that because reasons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a reaction about when Nathan Lane came out as gay. You know, I said, yeah, and? <laughs> oh, come on. Like, every, like. Anyone that has ever worked with her knows anyone that's worked with her or, you know, just has heard of Mariah Carey. No shit. Like, come on. Maybe seen her perform. (laughs) Do an interview. Incredibly, incredibly talented, but she is definitely a little out of control. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you'll find, people. Most of the really, really insane, insanely talented people are also insanely just in general. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, apparently young people are having less sex than their counterparts. So the millennials are having less sex, less sex than the Generation Xs, and it's dropping and dropping and dropping. And it has to do with porn and video games. So good job to the porn and video game industry. You are actually bidding out sex as people's favorite recreational activity. I can kind of see why. Sex is terrible and video games are fun. I don't see the point in porn, but whatever. Well, you have a reset button on video games. You don't necessarily have those in you know real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. You don't. You have you to kind of live re- with whatever score you get. Laughs, you know, you don't. If you totally screw up, up, or you do something that it's like, okay, that's illegal in six states. You know, you don't have a reset the last checkpoint option. So, you know. plus everybody's you- in shape. So I'm currently like playing the assassin, the new Assassin's Creed. Creating my God, everything. There's like no fat people in it. It's it's just weird. Well, that's kind of. I don't worry. I'm sure some uh, self help group in Hollywood um, and some you know equal rights group will very quickly get some 
heavy set people in these video games because I'm all right. Maybe they don't, you know, because there's already enough data. They have to. There's so much data they have to slam on that thing. I think a couple of fat, fat characters might just tilt the whole thing. <laughs> you know, I I, I got to say. By the way, I'm very very fat people before we before we get on before anybody jumps <laughs> on that. Just look at look at some of the avatars I have here. Okay, okay. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Mm. If we went a week without hate mail, this wouldn't be our show. Come on now. <laughs> I know, but you know, I kind of like, I like, I like, I like the hate mail boiled down. You know. Mm. Okay, so we'll go for less hate mail. And warranted. So. And warranted. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till we deserve it. Um, I did get a couple of write-ins that were pretty interesting. People are trying to figure out. You know how to be the next Cardassian. That's been oh. pretty constant, which I don't mm. understand. So heads up, everyone. If it's already been done, do something else. Um, the Cardassians are there. Nobody cares. Yeah, because I don't think the sex tape thing has really worked in like a good 10, 15 years. Well, they just had one with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence Fishman's daughter just did one that a while was- back. Well, yeah. Well, that was she. Uh, she went full on into porn. She became a porn actress. I felt terrible for him. I really, really did. I think she did it despite she's got some daddy issues there, and he's got a really good rep. I haven't. I, I don't know him, so when I say this, I'm only going off of his reputation. I am now putting that disclaimer because I once said Harvey Weinstein was really nice in defense. Mm. He was really oh, nice yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really careful with this now. Um, but I've never heard a bad thing about Lawrence Fishburne. But that doesn't mean he's a good daddy. I haven't either. But there's, you know, you you hate to say it, but yeah, a lot of the porn starlets out here, a lot of the aspiring porn starlets out here, and a lot of the porn actors out here, they basically all have, uh, yeah, daddy issues is about as common as dust, you know, so... Not it, it's, yeah. I wouldn't call that deep insight. It's just kind of like how it happens. You know, water's wet and porn stars have daddy issues. I got to say, I'm really glad I didn't have any daddy issues. But if I did, my daddy would smack the shit out of me. Like, if I was like, do you know what would be a really good idea? Doing porn. Um, my dad was in the Navy for a really long time. So somehow I think he'd come across it. And then he would remove my head. All right. That being said, my when I I ended up yeah, it doesn't uh, sound like you got any issues at all. <laughs> no, no, I actually don't have. I'm really close to my daddy, but the uh, and I still call him daddy. Judge me on that. See what happens. Um, but the I, I actually, told me about it before. Yeah, I, I love Call my dad. the blade. <laughs> but the uh, I wanted to be a nun, and my dad is the one that talked me out of being a nun and into being an underwear model. Uh, he had said, I just wanted to be a nun because I wanted to be a good person and I could be a good person without being a nun and suggested I take the modeling gig. So right. I ended up here. he really regrets that now because I ended up in the States. So he's a little less happy with that decision. Like he's a little more pissed off with that decision. But the, uh, that, you know, it's, I think it's interesting to see the effect, especially in entertainment of people that are really close with their parents and people that aren't. Um, well, you can send Summer's father's uh, thank you cards, care of the show here. To, you know, <laughs> just let you know out there. All right. Go find Yeah. D- let's not do that. I had someone pull up some stuff going, I found pictures of you in your underwear. I was like, I was an underwear model. That's easy. Please don't, don't, don't stop posting those online. Because <laughs> people come up with old photos and go, do you still do this? I'm like, no, I produce now. Yeah, I, I, there's I pictures of me and my underwear on the internet, on the internet, all over the place. Just I think you're, you know, the you're naked. <laughs> you're naked in your profile photo for this show. 
And for the right. press we do, we use that naked photo. That, that was your choice. Okay. <laughs> it's so. a great photo, though. It's, Paul's yeah, wearing a guitar. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's wearing a I, guitar. Yeah. <laughs> My little homage to the party by Peter Sellers, but nobody gets that reference. All right. I found it. I thought it's why I liked it. It was good. All right, guys. I know everyone's excited. I've got like 800 write-ins so far because we are having uh, the gentleman that plays Master Ken on the show, Matt Pace. Master I'm really excited. Yes. I've gotten 400 uh, messages with people's impressions. Um, which I am not playing, <laughs> but contra contrary to the request, I am not playing your impressions of him to him. Yeah, but we are sure very stop the groin. Yeah, and yeah, always yeah. yes, be sure be sure to restock sure the groin. Sure to the groin. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. When we come back, we are going to be on with uh, Matt Page, the amazing Master Can. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. This mm -hmm. is behind the scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric EZ Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Mm -hmm. And I would like to welcome to the show a very, very special guest. Uh, you guys are currently geeking out on Twitter, so you know who it is. I'd like to welcome Matt Page. He stars as Mr. Cannon to the dojo. He has a whole bunch of stuff online, 
And if you guys don't stop screaming at me on Twitter, you're going to get a timeout. Mr. Page, I think we're going, to to, we're going to start out with actually talking to Master Ken. I think I thought we, I was yes. going to talk to Mountain and do Master Ken or however we want to do it. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm just excited because we've got a whole bunch of people on the show. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Page. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, we have right now um, a whole bunch of people having a Twitter war, which is interesting. Right. They're having arguments over what came first and a whole bunch of things. So I have a lot of questions <laughs> that you're going to need to answer or we are probably okay. going to have a revolt, which is interesting. <laughs> but um, this, I have not seen this reaction. This is incredible. Now, you have a very, very popular web series. Um, you've got... Yeah, yeah, yes, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, Paul, they're going nuts on Twitter. <laughs> this is great. Uh, okay, how did you come up with the idea for the well, hey, I have got, How's uh, that? Yeah, uh, well, uh, as far as the idea, um, I, it started by wanting to do a web series um, and being a bit obsessed with the Ricky Gervais version of The Office, the mockumentary style, and uh, wanting to do something that I was familiar with. And I've been training in, in uh, martial arts since I was 16 years old, and I've met a lot of wacky characters over the years. Um, and I noticed a lot of them had some things in common. A lot of martial arts instructors think that their martial art is the best. They think that everybody else's is awful. And um, they all have very dedicated civilian students who appear to be training for an imaginary street fight that may never happen. Um, Ooh, yeah. And so um, I, I, I sort of, uh, I was one of those. I've been training for, for a long time. And as I noticed, a lot of people had... Um, uh, similarities from Dojo to Dojo. I one day I just sat down and wrote a couple of episodes and had my friends read them, and they said they were funny. So we decided decided to give it a try. Now I'm I'm going to jump in. I've got Twitter mostly under control. I think um, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Twitter's now, never you, under control. I, ever, <laughs> ever, Twitter ever. is an ongoing bane on this show. Um, now you have a bachelor a bachelor's degree in moving image arts from the college of santa fe you co-founded riffraff media in new mexico you've written yep. you've directed you've won awards for short films all over the world you've appeared on the wgn show manhattan you've been in several feature films you created and star in enter the dojo and you guys are huge i mean a huge online presence really really popular uh, how, how did you know you, you'd struck gold with this? Cause one of the questions I am getting, and you guys can stop writing it seriously. Thank you, but stop. Um, same question. I will answer them. Chill. Yeah. Haven't uh, they figured out we only really answer like two or three of these questions. Anyways? I know. And then we get caught up talking. Uh, yeah, uh, did you realize you had, were going to have the kind of hit that you did, that people were going to attach themselves to this show the way they did? Definitely not in the beginning, um, because I had been making, you know, I've been uh, writing and directing short films for several years and putting them out to festivals and things. And I had, um, I had two other YouTube channels before the Enter the Dojo thing, and I just couldn't really figure out the way YouTube worked. Um, yeah, I so figured I would, out either. Put, yeah, it's, well, it's it's hard, and we, you know, I I would put up a film that. Uh, took me like six months to make and, you know, cost me some, a lot of money to make and it would get like 200 views in a year and I'd be like, oh, wow, okay, so they didn't like that one. And mm. uh, when I when we decided to make this, 
uh, it just sort of hit a nerve with people, um, uh, in a good way and a bad way. It either it inspired martial artists because they recognized a lot of things. Anybody who's in the martial arts world said, oh, this is really familiar and funny. And then some people thought we were being kind of um, disrespectful and sacrilegious and were getting angry. Um, that we would ever poke fun at the world of, of martial arts. But it got a great response right away. And I believe our first episode got up to, I think, about 10,000 views in the first couple of weeks. And we had never had anything get anywhere near that response for the show. So we kind of, once we released the first episode, we were like, huh, the people are really responding to this. Yeah, it was just okay. a matter of putting it out there, getting it out to all your friends, and then catching fire. You know, yeah, and I was tell. also saying, I was also telling somebody else uh, that another thing that I did was I kind of went out, I went to other YouTube channels that had martial arts related content, and I would watch some of their content, and then I would message them and be like, hey, you know, really enjoyed your video on uh, judo throws. By the way, I've got this new show. Can you check it out? And And most of the time, if I sent the personalized message, they would take a moment to watch. And most of those people would then share the video. And, and it just after a few weeks of doing that, it started to kind of take a life of its own. Yeah, I think I found that before you had your big, huge hits, a few of my friends were in the martial arts. I'm not, because I looked at all the training that you have to do and decided that was too hard. I just bought a gun. Uh, so, uh, and it's basically some martial arts cats sent me your stuff. And there's... Yeah, there's a bit of similarities between your between Master Ken and those guys. So, you know, I'm not going to... I, I got to say, um, even right now, I'm actually uh, at the gym for one of our sponsors, Free MMA, uh, that we, we sponsor. We, you know, give money to them every time someone swears. Uh, and, of course, the Boys and Girls of the Club of America and the Humane Society. But I, I, I've inadvertently ended up around a lot of uh, MMA guys, and there are some UFC guys and kickboxers and... They all know and love your show. I've actually, everyone I've, I've met around the martial arts group adores you. I haven't met anyone that took any offense to it. They love it because they've all had that teacher or gone through, you know, that style where someone's telling them this is the greatest thing that ever happened. And then they got their ass handed to them. Right. <laughs> We've also had martial arts instructors and school owners message us and, and say, I've just watched the latest episode oh my God, I've said that exact thing in class. And like until Ken, until Master Ken said it, they didn't think it was ridiculous. But then they, <laughs> they, they, they see an episode and they go, oh my God, now I know how I sound. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stupid testosterone out there. So, you know, but you I, know, it's hey, the culty Fridays. You know. it's, it's the culty stuff that gets to me. Like, like the, you can do this just by doing this. Like, well, yeah, you could, but... I don't get a six-year-old with a black belt. That I'll never understand. Um, sure. Well, yeah, yeah you, and there is a, there's certainly a, a like you see the whole um, no-touch knockout phenomenon of people who um, go to schools where they're taught that if they just, uh, you know, wave their hands in the air or touch somebody's neck or something, that they'll just pass out. Oh, and through yeah. the power of through the power of suggestion, people, they, they, their students will just act like they've been knocked out and and uh you know unfortunately these people are also really in danger if they ever get in a real fight <laughs> uh yeah heads up anyone who wants to do anything like that if you wave your hands in front of someone's face you better have some chloroform or something there because you're going to get punched uh, uh, i think it could be used as a distraction 
Wave your hands hands very, very quickly in front of their face, scream like a girl, run like hell. Yeah, no. Yeah, as long as you remember to run, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That would also do well. Um, now you've had these culty martial arts instructors. You've had good martial arts instructors. You've had you've had a nice mix. I'm not going to ask you who because that would be bad. But do you have one specific instructor that really influenced the Master Ken character? You know, honestly, it really is it really is kind of a Frankenstein thing. Um, and, and I will say, I've gotten ideas from people who are great martial artists. It's just the the bizarre nature of the way we speak in the martial arts world. Um, a, a really great, I, I credit a really great martial arts instructor that I had uh, named Kevin Bankins, um, a Muay Thai uh, fighter and a black belt in, in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, trained with Hoist Gracie. He's a really great guy. He one day talked about the importance of, he said, you got to get you a face. You got to get you a face that is so scary that when you put on that face and you look at somebody, they don't want to fight you anymore. And, and he was dead serious and he was kind of talking about attitude, right? How you carry yourself when you're going to get in a fight. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I thought, well, I thought, well, that's almost cartoonish by itself. So then we created a technique called the kill face where yes. all you have to do is, is look at somebody with your kill face and you kill them. Um, I, and so it's, it's, it's taking class, like, I don't, it's taking kind of like goofy ideas and then just yeah. dialing up the, the irony just a little bit more. And then, and then it's part of the show. What happens if you're a goofy looking mother? You know, I mean, just <laughs> in general, right? you're just going to make <laughs> them laugh, yeah. which might be a good idea. I don't think itself, everybody, so, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it works for everybody. <laughs> no. They'll just laugh at me. Take him in the crotch. If you kick him in the crotch and run, that is a good technique. Um, right. <laughs> just do that. Uh, now, your most popular thing, your your most popular video zone hashtag going is restomp the groin. Um, <laughs> yes. And boy, boy, is that hashtag popular. Yeah. Like, what's it like to be <laughs> yeah, how did that technique kind of develop? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm really curious about that. Well, if you watch the, if if, uh, if anyone sees the very first episode that we ever released, which is episode one of season one, it's called Welcome to the Dojo, and it's where we sort of set the stage of Master Ken and his character and the students that he has. He does this very overblown technique where someone offers a minimal threat to him and he hits them about 32 times, and then at the end of it, he stomps the groin and then he re-stomps the groin, and that was something I'd actually heard in a Kempo class where they did a technique and they like... It wasn't that, that far off from certain techniques in styles like Krav Maga or American yeah, Kempo where somebody, yeah, exactly. Somebody throws a punch at you and you rip out their eyes and their throat and you break their arm and you do this and you do that and you throw them on the ground and then you stomp the groin and then you do some other stuff and then you re-stomp the groin. And the first time I ever heard anybody say that, I was thinking, why would you ever need to re-stomp a groin? Like if you stomp <laughs> it one time... Isn't that probably enough if you got it? Um, and it, the, you know, there was a lot of jokes about things being overkill, so we just sort of adopted that as one little sliver of the show. And now, whenever we do a video of any technique, if we don't restomp the groin at the end of the technique, the fans flip out. They they have decided that is mandatory. We always must restomp the groin, no matter what. It it is very 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 popular. 
yeah, it's something it that is. caught on, and people love to say it and and imitate it, and and it's 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 hilarious. I love it. I, that, that's something to be proud of. That really, I, is. it really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to uh, have a conversation with Master Ken. And I actually have an MMA guy in front of me who is sort of excited about this. Who I'm now, I now have people. Oh, in I know who's geeking. I know who's geeking out over at the summer household. Yeah, all right. Fair <laughs> guys, when we come back, we'll be on uh, with Master Ken talking about Enter the Dojo, some self defense. And restopping the garage. And so, we're stomping yeah. the going. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin, and our very, very special guest, Matt Page, uh, who plays Master Ken in Enter the Dojo. And personally, I'm a really big fan. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. And mm-hmm. by popular demand and repeated tweet, I'd like to <laughs> welcome to the show, Master Ken. Master Ken, welcome to the show. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. 
So I have to ask you, uh, you are known as one of the greatest martial artists ever of, of all time. What brought you uh, to maybe create at least your in the technique? tri-state area, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. What, what got you yeah, to well, I've been, this um, It's mainly because I've been studying um, various styles for many, many years and found out what was wrong with all of them, um, mm-hmm. what a waste of time they are. So now I'm able to save people uh, from wasting time on that, uh, all that crap like Taekwondo and, and uh, Krav Maga, Krav Maga, which I like to refer to as the GED of martial arts. Um, because you can get, you get certified instructor training within like uh, 12 days. Yeah, uh, it was training. two weekends for me. So yeah, I, yeah, two yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile yeah. it still takes fourteen days of training to become a security guard at Walmart. So, Fair I've enough. just been working on. Uh, you know, I've I've been bringing uh, my street lethal fighting style of Meridote, which takes the best parts of every other martial art in the world, with none of the weaknesses, and that's why we like to say best of all, worst of none. Oh, fair enough. Uh, would you yeah, like to that's... talk about? Would you like to talk about my ass? Yeah, sure. There's a uh, martial arts association uh, that uh, I use to try to keep everybody up to speed on all the Ameridote techniques. Make sure that we're all following it. It's called Maintain Your Ameridote Street Skills, but for short, we call it my ass. And I tell people that if you're serious about street fighting, you need to be in my ass. How, uh, yeah. Is your is it crowded now, or how how is it doing for? Yeah, no, the membership has been going up. Uh, there's a lot of advantages though to being in it. Um, uh, unlike a lot of other martial arts associations that charge hefty registration fees year after year, my ass has a one-time entry fee of ten dollars. And uh, a lot of those entry. Yeah, well, a lot of those, a lot of those organizations tend to be cold and distant, but I have a lot of people find my ass to be a warm and welcoming environment. <laughs> Sorry. All right, no. summer's useless for the next minute. Okay. Uh, and it's a, you know, the good news is that if you're in my ass, you won't be alone. Um, I've had, I got Taekwondo people in my ass. I've got Kempo people in my ass. Uh, in fact, yesterday I managed to fit 15 Filipino stick fighters in my ass. Mm. Phenomenal. So, so Kali, now what do you think of Kali, uh, Filipino stick fighting? I've never met her. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now, aside from, uh, no. pardon? Stick fighting is not an art. Mm. You don't need to know yeah, how to stick fight. Like, if you can pick a stick up and hit somebody in the head with it, you know stick fight. Uh, stick fighting is gotcha. the art, but finger painting is to uh, auto detailing. So, Got yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the next, two, exactly. the next two, the martial arts that you created, what would you consider the best form of martial arts? What would be second best? I don't understand the question. Well, is there another form of martial art? I mean, there's all... There's, all sorts of different kinds of excrement, right? There's excrement from cows. There's excrement from dogs. There's, there's, there's all different kinds, but it's all, it's all excrement. Fair enough. If you now, can you beat any type of martial arts with yours? With Ameridote? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what it, yeah, that's what it's designed to do. That's probably why Ameridote is spreading throughout the world faster than Jean-Claude Van Damme going through an eight ball of cocaine. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've actually seen that. That's not a good thing. Yeah. No, he's he's pretty angry when he's on coke. <laughs> I, I will ask then. Oh, sorry, Paul. Mm-hmm. No, aside from uh, Jean-Claude, are there any other Hollywood martial artists that you have uh, personal beefs with or personally tangled with? Well, there are people who understand the power of what we've done. We've had, uh, you know, people like uh, Michelle Waters and the Karate Hottie and uh, mm. uh, Michael J. White on the show, and they, they of course, surrendered to the power of Meridote, and, and so they made the right choice. Um, there are a lot of people who don't get what we do, and, um, uh, you know, that's that's their own that's their own problem. Uh, have you, you know, got any flack from little Jeffrey Speakman? You know, uh, I haven't, uh, he's actually going to be coming into town and I think that we're probably going to have to uh, have a little showdown, uh, here at our dojo. Cause, uh, uh, I've been telling everybody, uh, what a waste of time Kempo is, uh, for a long time, all that slapping, you know, uh, now we, we for, have for every time, someone, sorry. No, for every time that a Kempo black belt hits somebody, they hit themselves three times, which is good because that means if you fight one long enough, he'll kick his own ass. Well, that's oh, that's a good way to go. Okay, yep, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, that, that's who I want to square off against. So there we go. Um, now, I have a write-in on Twitter. You have the best mustache of all time. Your mustache makes Tom Selleck's mustache its bitch. It's, that's a direct quote. That's How a did hell you? Of a mustache, what ma- yeah. I, I know, that's a hell of a mustache. What made you decide to, uh, to grow your mustache in like that? Uh, well, it, it kind of happened naturally, and what I found was that... Um, uh, the best way to cultivate a, a, a tactical mustache, as I refer to it, is um, the blood of my enemies. Um, if you uh, you got to do a lot, you got to do a lot of biting. But when you bite somebody, the mustache soaks up all the blood, and uh, it becomes like a like a Brillo pad. So it becomes very coarse. Uh, so that's something you can use to you know mm-hmm. if you can get close mm-hmm. to like somebody. You jam it in their eyeball and sand off a cornea. And I can see how that could do damage to the punches being thrown at you. It can. Absolutely. It would break the fingers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So it's all, it's all uh, as a defensive tactic. Uh, The, uh, the beauty of it is just an unintended uh, uh, side effect. Gotcha. Well, it it is startlingly gorgeous. We have a lot of write-ins on it. Uh, Guys, I'm going to, uh, we've got about four minutes till we go to break and I have about 300 questions. Uh, So I'm going to only ask a couple of them to Master Ken. Master Ken, who would win in a fight with you? Uh, you or Conor McGregor, if you guys were in the same weight class? Oh, wow. Well, um, I mean, being as we have actual footage of Conor losing fights more than once, I feel like you probably shouldn't put your money on him. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair enough. Um, who do you think in the UFC has the closest philosophy to the Ameridote spirit or the Ameridote teachings. Do you have students in the in the UFC? I have a whole bunch of them here writing in wanting to know if they can join. <laughs> right. Well, I've certainly been coaching. I've coached some people, uh, you know, sort of under the radar. I mean, I, I take 100% uh, credit for Michelle Waterson's more recent successes uh, as she has been winning in the octagon. She's come in and trained with me. And uh, she understands a lot of a lot of the uh, the tricks. Um, you know, I it's been a while, but I I remember I was having a conversation with uh, Mike Tyson many many years ago before UFC was so popular, and just telling him, you know, Mike, when they get that close to you, just bite them. 
And, uh, you know, at first he was skeptical, but, you know, we saw we saw how infamous that made him. It did. Yeah. It did. didn't now, work well, out for the fight. For oh, him, no, it, it was great. It did make yeah. him infamous. I, I think Master Ken's right there. Um, now, Master well, Ken, if the referees you, hadn't gotten in the way, he would have won. It's true. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, uh, what What do you think about the UFC changing its rules or adding rules, actually, and stopping the groin punch? Because there was a point where uh, a gentleman lo- lost because of 20 groin punches after being held in a headlock. Yeah. Do you think the UFC Jeez, should change that? Midget? I will send you the footage. <laughs> Please. Well, I, I, I assume you might be talking about somebody like Keith Hackney or uh, in the early, early uh, oh, years yes. of, of the UFC. Uh, and that was certainly, um, that was the closest that the UFC ever, ever was to real fighting. Um, but as soon as they got rid of the groin grabs and the eye gouging, um, you know, they might as well have been uh, doing ballet. Mm. They just, they got soft. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you should either train uh, real life uh, gladiator style style combat, or um, you know, just take some dance lessons. Fair enough. Actually, I know a lot of the guys in UFC do Sounds take too ballet, much like so. my sex life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't me. surprise me at all. Mm, no, I know it's on the internet. <laughs> Paul, we're not talking about porn right now. Um, Master Ken, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to go to break. I've got my sound engineer writing in here. Oh, my effing God. Ha, ha, ha. I'm dying in the background engineer down. So everyone's having a good giggle over this. Master Ken, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We'll be back on with Matt Page, who acts as Master Ken. Of course, my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bowen. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you think about what you really want? Are you looking to change or perfect your environment, your value, your life? We can help. Tune in to Everyday News with the Blantons. Hosted by husband and wife team Mark and Dr. Latasha Blanton, our program will help you find the answers to make the changes in your life with inspiring guests that can help you find your sense of place in the world and how you view it. Listen live every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. 
Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Halloween. We are on with Paul Michael Bowen, host of The Militant Moderate, my co-host. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Matt Page, star of Enter the Dojo, and the gentleman that just broke my Twitter. Thank you for uh, so much for being on the show, Matt. I have to do a quick no, shout out to uh, everyone that owns my behind real quick. I do want to give a shout out and say to Scott Haskin, thank you for the fabulous intro music. And I know what you're working on right now, so I better get tickets to the Broadway show. Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios, thank you for always making me red carpet ready. Aspen Mills Bread Company, Flat Black Art Supplies, they're one of the sponsors for free MMA. The uh, guys we support every time we use bad language. Aloft, Seattle SeaTac Airport Hotels. Beneath the Street Underground Tours, Queen Capilani Hotel, Off-Road Rentals. Guys, if you can tell me what the very, 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 what the number one rule in Ameridote is, I will give you free rides at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or a free float at uh, True Rest Float Spas. So tell me what that is. Griggs Vacuums, you're always on this list because you are my assistant's grandfather and she puts you on this list. Uh, Deborah Zini you'll skincare. pretty much read anything that's in front of you. So I, I do. I'm 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 literally yeah. Will Will Farrell and I have that in common. Um, <laughs> like it's it's bad. Uh, that was a Upper crust pizza in Palm Springs. Okay, there's another one. Uh, if you can tell us what character that is, uh, we'll give you a free ATV ride or a float at True Rest in uh, Sedona or Las Vegas. Upper crust pizza in Palm Springs. Vinyl styles, print and designs. And the new Palm Springs diet, guys, uh, you know Dr. Russ. He's phenomenal. Get the sublingual spray if you're trying to lose weight. So, uh, Matt, thank you <laughs> so much again okay. for being on the show. Um, Matt, your turn. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I, I have, I, I, lots of people own me. I can't help it. I think if you work in entertainment, you need patches. Um, just, just if we could do it like the way the, they do in NASCAR. It's kind of the NASCAR thing. Yeah. yeah. It would be a lot easier because right. <laughs> I'm beholden to everyone. Um, and so we don't run out of time, Matt. Why don't we let it let uh, let our audience members know where they can find you? Sure, um, you can find us on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash Enter the Dojo Show, um, or you could just Google Master Ken. Like if you just Google the name Master Ken, it pretty much brings you to all of our. Uh, all of our stuff um, on YouTube. We also upload videos to Facebook and Instagram, and uh, you can get Enter the Dojo Masterkin merchandise at EnterTheDojoShow.com. And I uh, recently, a few months ago, released a book called The Tao of Masterkin, which is sort of some of the things we've uh, talked about and done on the show distilled in, uh, into written form with, uh, uh, with pictures to instruct you on how to do uh, Ameridote yourself. It's also it's kind of uh, like a tribute to the old black and white uh, martial arts instructional books of the 80s, and uh, uh, that's available now on uh, on Amazon. Yeah, I had the Bruce Lee book when I was eight. It did be no good. So, you know. <laughs> I have the same book. I didn't really mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it taught me how to fight, but um, it was very deep. It was a very deep philosophical book. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should pick it up again. I might get some out of it, but you know, just to put it, no, I'm, 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 I'm doing yours, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in uh, Matt's book. Yours sounds good. Now, it's based on uh, the teachings of Emeridote. Yes, it's sort of in the voice of Master Ken. If, if, if Ken were to write a book himself, um, that's the way it's written. Um, his, uh, his explanations of why Emeridote works and what techniques you should use. And um, uh, it's very fun. It was, it was uh, way more work than I anticipated, 
Uh, I, I've never never written a book before, so um, uh, putting that together was uh, of, of way harder than I thought. But uh, it's out, and it's getting good response. Fans are buying it. It's a great holiday gift for people who are fans of the show and Master Ken. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you're interested in that, though, like I said, you can you can find it on Amazon, and it's called uh, The Dow of Master Ken, but it's spelled D O W. The Dow, like of it should Ken. be, like it's spelled like it yeah, sounds. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, I, I, one of the questions I keep getting on Twitter, and I, I don't know why I'm asking you this, but this is one of the more popular questions, mm. is do you, do you think a Maradote would really work? You know, the craziest thing about it is that um, as much as goofy as we try to be and as much as we joke around, um, we pull a lot of things from real martial arts i mean we we uh joe conway who plays todd woodland um uh, master ken's assistant he's a black Ooh, in kempo a and shout out shout out to that guy my god yeah, he's, oh he's great he sells he's some great yeah he, and he actually owns the school where we film uh film the show abq karate here in albuquerque and um and he's a black belt in Kempo. I'm a black belt in Kempo. Um, we both have trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And we, we get a lot of our ideas by training in actual uh, martial arts. And then, you know, we'll learn a technique and then look at each other and be like, hey, you know what would be funny? And then there we go. Now we're off and running and it's like we're just taking something that exists and just making it just a little goofier. And then we have a new video. And it's a lot different than just, you know, hey, that might be funny. Let's use that to attack the groin. So, you know, no, no, that's right. that's the that's the icing <laughs> on a very funny cake. Okay. Right. Thank you. Yeah, no, what it's a lot it, of fun. It's a lot of fun to figure out. What is your favorite episode? What is your favorite episode of this? Man, that's really tough to choose. But I have to say one of the ones that I that I am the most proud of is the one that we mentioned um I think during the break, it's called speed hitting a hundred hits in one second. Um, because there's a, there's a guy, um, who there's a guy out there. I don't know if I should say his name. I say his name in the video, so it's probably fine, but it, uh, his name is uh, La Tourette and he is a former, he's a, he's a Kempo guy and he's been selling these videos, these instructional videos for years on how to hit somebody like 20 times in one second. And, so we took that idea and turned it into a hundred times in one second. And that is our, by far our most viral video. Um, 4 million views on YouTube. Um, it got 65 million views on the Unilad Facebook page. It's, it's one of our most popular videos and, and one that I'm really proud of. How many times are guys going to hit somebody in one second? Not Master Ken, the other guy. Uh, How many? Oh, the, the Latourette guy, according to his uh, videos and his instructional things, I think he says he could hit somebody 20 times in one second. Eh, all right. Mm. <laughs> I can <throw laughs> I'll be a searching that one. Uh. Yeah, and we've seen his stuff, and we, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're not... We pick on everybody, so we saw that and thought, okay, well, you know, how can we go further than that? So we said, what about what about 100? What if we could? Mm. What if we could find a way to send somebody a hundred times in one second? And the video that we did has been really one of the most popular ones we've ever done. What was the hardest video you ever made? I know we have like three minutes left to the show, guys. If you want to hook up with Paul, you can find him on SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Paul, 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 quick, iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Back to Ken. Back to Ken. Back to Ken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, one sorry. of the hardest ones. <laughs> Um, you know, I, the, one of the ones that comes out, comes to mind is a sponsored video we did where we did a how to fight in the rain. It was uh, sponsored by a company called Rainmaker that does uh, software for martial arts schools. And we got the concept 
and pitched it to them about how to fight in the rain and they approved it and it was February. And so we had to set up like this rain machine rig outside and fight in the rain in like 28 degrees um, doing this thing that was a a funny idea, but literally everything was frozen. Like everything was covered in ice by the time we started. Well, by the time we stopped filming the whole parking lot, all the equipment was all completely frozen by the time we finished shooting. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- that was a little cold. Now, do you have more of these? Do you have more coming in? Do you have coming, more coming out? In. Oh, oh yeah, we've got yeah. We, we're uh, I've been writing a bunch. We've uh, uh, we've got three or four videos in the can already that we're that I'm editing, and uh, we've got a ton of stuff. I don't know how much of it we're going to shoot before Christmas, but we're our January shooting schedule is already very full of some really really funny stuff that I'm looking forward to shooting. So we will be getting a season five of Enter the Dojo. We're working on that. I, you know, I would Fair love enough. to do it. The seasons are a whole different animal, um, but yeah. I, I love doing the seasons. Hopefully, we can get one of those done. Um, and in the meantime, we'll consider doing. Uh, we'll continue doing really goofy instructional videos of Amerodote. I like the instructional videos. I, I have to say, um, Master Can, uh, Master a little bit. Guys, seriously, chill out on Twitter. I promise I'll ask him back on. Just calm, calm, people. Uh, are you used to this crazy reaction from people? Yeah, we get, yeah, whatever we upload, I, I sort of can't keep up with the comments. Usually I, I try to moderate comments for a little while, but there's, uh, I just usually can't uh, follow them. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that people get so worked up about when we release new content. I like that. Now we have about 30 seconds left. Is there anything you want to say to the audience? Is there anything you want to say to anyone uh, for the end of the show? I would just. I would just say thank you for having me on, and I would say thank you to everybody who's been watching our show for years, as well as people who have discovered it recently. And, uh, you know, keep watching. Uh, uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, and buy the book. Support what we do. You can, they can also find you on Patreon, because that was one of the questions I got, is how can they support you? Yes, we have a MasterCan Patreon. Feel free to support us on there. We give exclusive things like outtakes and other things that we do behind the scenes footage that we don't release to anybody else. So you can find us on Patreon as well. Just search MasterCan. So guys, uh, if you like it, put your money where your mouth is. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. Thank you to my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael mm-hmm. Bolland. And a very, very, very special thank you to uh, Matt Page from Enter the Dojo, who plays Master Ken. And thank you all for listening in and going hysterical on Twitter. It kept me distracted most of the show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.